Coming up next on the Passion Struck Podcast, is there a merit in just being average? Is it okay to strive but be at arm's distance from achieving your goals of maybe being the best or the greatest? Maybe being average or above average is not only okay, but also underrated. Welcome to Passion Struck. Hi, I'm your host, John R. Miles, and on the show, we decipher the secrets, tips, and guidance of the world's most inspiring people and turn their wisdom into practical advice for you and those around you. Our mission is to help you unlock the power of intentionality so that you can become the best version of yourself. If you're new to the show, I offer advice and answer listener questions on Fridays. We have long form interviews the rest of the week with guests ranging from astronauts to authors, CEOs, creators, innovators, scientists, military leaders, visionaries, and athletes. Now, let's go out there and become passion struck. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Momentum Friday in episode 163 of Passion Struck. And thank you to each and every one of you who comes back weekly to listen and learn how to live better, be better, and impact the world. And if you're new to the show or you would just like to introduce this to a friend or family member, and thank you for doing that, you can now find episode starter packs both on Spotify and on the Passion Struck website. And these are collections of your favorite episodes that we organize into topics, such as astronauts or women at the top of their game or leading military leaders or how to overcome adversity. Just go to passionstruck.com slash starter packs to get started. And in case you missed my episodes from earlier in the week, they featured Professor Sarah Mednick, who's a cognitive neuroscientist at the University of California, Irvine, and the author of the books, Take a Nap and the Power of the Downstate. And we discuss in our interview why this downstate and upstate ratio is so important for how we achieve maximum performance and health in our lives. I also had on Carrington Smith, author of the new best-selling memoir, Blooming. And Carrington combines her wit and wisdom to share her journey going through the shit of life to finding a life that was bursting with joy, opportunity, and purpose. And in case you missed my solo episode from this past week, it was on the 10 benefits of meditation and how you can practice meditation if you've never done it before. Please check them all out. I also wanted to acknowledge our fan of the week, Mason Goodwin, who writes in from the United Kingdom. And he says, love passion struck. The shows are fascinating and have great info. I have never been one to listen to podcasts, but I am hooked. I look forward to listening to them on my drive home from work. I'm constantly telling people what I have learned from the shows. Love the show and always looking forward to next week's inspiration and especially John's Momentum Friday episodes. Thank you so much, Mason, for that review. And thank you to each and every one of you who provides ratings and reviews. Those five-star reviews go such a long way in promoting the popularity of the show and making us one of the top 10 alternative podcasts in the world. Now, let's talk about today's episode. I'm going to spend the next two Momentum Friday episodes discussing a topic that I think is extremely important, and that is mediocrity. In today's episode, I want to discuss the culture of exceptionalism that is infiltrating so many of our lives and why we should dare to be mediocre. What do I mean by daring to be mediocre? And why would anyone want to do that? 
Shouldn't we all strive to be excellent? I'm going to tackle those questions and so many more. But I think today, so many of us are struggling with this huge sense of inadequacy because we will not dare to be mediocre, nor know how to accept being mediocre with humility. Thank you for choosing Passion Struck and choosing me to be your host and guide on your journey to creating an intentional life. Now, let that journey begin. Get ready to supercharge your hiring experience with Indeed, our fantastic partner. We at PassionStruck are all about seeking smarter, more efficient ways to do things, and Indeed perfectly aligns with this philosophy when it comes to hiring. It's more than just a job site. It's a comprehensive platform that revolutionizes the way you find the perfect candidates. With its powerful matching engine and over 350 million global monthly visitors, Indeed streamlines the hiring process, bringing top talent straight to you. No more sifting through endless unqualified resumes. Indeed does the heavy lifting just for you. And what I love about Indeed is its ability to centralize all your hiring activities. From scheduling interviews and screening applicants to messaging candidates, it's all in one place. During my career, I've hired thousands of employees, and I only wish I had Indeed's efficiency and speed back then. And here's a fact that absolutely blows my mind. 93% of employers... According to a recent survey, saying Indeed delivers the best quality matches over other job sites. That's quality and speed hand in hand. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit. To get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash PassionStruck, just go to Indeed.com slash PassionStruck right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash PassionStruck. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I know all those discount codes are difficult to remember, so we put them all at passionstruck.com slash deals. Now, back to Passionstruck. I want to lead you through an exercise that quickly gets the core of your sense of legitimacy and well-being. Throughout your childhood, did you experience a feeling that you were on balance, okay with who you are? Or did you derive the idea that you needed to be exceptional? to feel satisfied with who you are somewhere along your personal journey? And more importantly, are you now happy with your status in your life? Or have you become obsessed with exceptionalism or filled with so-called mediocrity? Today, nearly every self-improvement pundit constantly pushes this concept that we must be exceptional in everything that we do and in who we are. They say that mediocrity is the enemy of being extraordinary. It's accepting to live in the state of being ordinary, along with living in the status quo. Some will even tell you that mediocrity is fatal. Just Google mediocrity and you'll find hundreds of quotes on this topic. Here are just a few of them from prominent self-help gurus. Robin Sharma writes, average performers accept mediocrity. Iconic producers are obsessed with mastery. Tony Robbins says, all too often, the promise of the mediocre present is more comfortable than the adventure of trying to be more in the future. And Brandon Bouchard says this, mediocrity begins the moment that you swap love for challenge with love for comfort. Author Colleen Hoover says, a life of mediocrity is a waste of life. And Grant Cardone says, most of the world is seeking comfort and familiarity, which are the traps that cause you to settle for mediocre. And lastly, Stephen Covey writes, everyone chooses one or two roads in life, the old and the young, 
the rich and the poor, men and women alike. One is the broad, well-traveled road to mediocrity. The other, the road to greatness and meaning. Fictional and real-life accounts create these bigger-than-life heroes that embody excellence in service of our aspirations. The glorious tales of billionaire turned superhero Tony Stark, the Bill Gateses of the world who go off and save the planet at night while running a billion-dollar enterprise or foundation during the day. But the reality is, for the most part, we are all pretty average. We all intuitively understand this, but rarely is it talked about or thought about. So that begs the question, is there merit in just being average? Is it okay to strive to be at arm's distance with your goal of being the best or the greatest? Maybe being average or above average is not only okay, it's also underrated. Despite how it's played up in society, being intentional about your purpose is very personal. I have found that to become truly exceptional at something, you must dedicate enormous time, energy, and passion to its pursuit. Because we all have finite time and resources, few of us become genuinely excellent at more than one pursuit, if at anything at all. And that's okay. The reality is that most of us are just pretty average at most things we do. Any healthy person is capable of climbing a mountain, running a marathon, or writing a book. But how many of us ever do? And more importantly, how many of us ever want to? Even if you're exceptional in one area, like science, bodybuilding, kicking a soccer ball, playing guitar, or making money through cryptocurrency. Chances are you're average or below average at most other things. We all have inherent strengths and weaknesses. That is just the nature of life. Think about it. Tony Stark doesn't really exist. He is a made-up comic icon. Brilliant musicians often destroy every element of their personal lives. A ton of professional athletes struggle to find any success after their professional sports careers are over. And many successful entrepreneurs and business executives feel lonely, hopeless, cynical, and resentful at home, at work, and in their lives. Do you have a topic like today's that you would like to see us cover? You can reach us at Momentum Friday at passionstruck.com. Keep your emails concise. Use a descriptive subject line. That keeps things easy for us. Reach out to us if there's a topic you're interested in learning about. There's something that maybe you're going through, any big decision that you're wrestling with, or perhaps you just want a new perspective on work, love, or life. Whatever's got you staying up at night, hit us up at Momentum Friday at passionstruck.com. We're here to help and we keep every email anonymous. Now, back to Passion Struck. So then what is causing this extreme pursuit of exceptionalism? Maybe it's because we like the idea of living in extremes. After all, it's the extremes that get all the publicity. Think of the ideas that we're programmed to pursue. How to be most intelligent, most likely to succeed, most popular, most just about anything. This feeling that we must be in a constant state of pursuing excellence and falling short raises questions about our purpose and value. I also think it leads to chronic hopelessness that so many around the world are experiencing today. There is so much pressure bestowed upon us that we have to be the best. All day, every day, we are bombarded with exceptionalism nonstop. This flood of extreme information is coming from all angles. Pop culture, social media, books, the news, movies. It's all social conditioning that makes us believe 
that being mediocre is a blemish on our personality. But there are people who wear that blemish with pride. You can love to learn and not be the most brilliant person, love to sing and not be the greatest singer, have a passion for drawing, but not be the greatest artist, love to play baseball, but not be a major league baseball player. This leads to a vital point. Intentionally striving to pursue mediocrity sucks. But mediocrity, as a result of all our best efforts, is okay. And this is a point that I think is so important that I'm going to repeat it. Intentionally striving to pursue mediocrity sucks. But mediocrity, as a result of our best efforts, is okay. Few of us understand this, and even fewer accept it, because troubles emerge. Severe problems like, my life isn't worth living if I'm not living my potential or pursuing being exceptional. And there are those who believe that they were born with a silver exceptionalism entitlement spoon in their mouths. In reality, for every Adele or Lady Gaga, millions of singers are playing in small venues, coffee shops, and bars, and most won't ever get a recording contract. For every Tom Brady and Babe Ruth, thousands of kids believe and dream about becoming the next GOAT, yet few even play in college, much less professional sports. Millions of kids grow up wanting to be the next Serena Williams or Rafael Nadal, but only a handful in the entire legacy of the sport can be mentioned alongside their names. And for every Adam Grant or Ryan Holiday, many writers strive to create the next best-selling novel and never even receive a publishing contract. So what's so wrong with being mediocre? Author Joseph Heller famously wrote in his novel, Catch 22. Some men are born mediocre. Some men achieve mediocrity, and some men have mediocrity thrust upon them. Joseph Heller's intention was clear mediocrity must be avoided at all costs. Yet, most people go on to live by all standards, pretty common lives. Maybe you feel mediocre in everything that you do in life. You're a good software developer, but not the best. You're a very good tennis player, but you don't play at a 5-0 level. You've gotten a master's degrees. Maybe you've gotten a couple. Maybe you've gotten a doctorate and you've made huge strides in your lives, but you feel like you're not achieving your potential. What if you don't feel like you're exceptional at anything? All you see is mediocrity everywhere. You say to yourself, I have yet to get my dream job. And I am afraid of ending up stuck where I earn mediocre money and live a mediocre life. So what's so wrong with settling for mediocrity? People often define mediocre as being average. When you look though at a bell curve, exactly half the curve is below average and the other half is above average. Looking at it through that lens, there's nothing wrong with being mediocre at many, if not most things in your life. The secret is finding one or two things that you excel in. But how do you do that? First, look deep within yourself to find a direction that you're passionate about. Second, be intentional about the process of achieving that objective. The key word here is intention. To live with intention is to make daily choices that get you closer to achieving your goal. All that matters is that you're doing what is most deeply yourself and you're doing it with all your might. As I discussed a few weeks ago in episode 148, it's the journey that matters, not the destination. If you're on your journey and pursuing your passion, then you are already succeeding. self 
acceptance and inner happiness occur because you have given your best. The trick is to dare to accept mediocre results even after you have given your best. That is true humility. I believe it is also the only road to lasting inner peace. Think about how your life could be different if you can enduringly acknowledge that while you have strengths on the net, you are pretty average overall. You will have a growing fondness for life's essential ventures. You will learn to gauge yourself with a new and healthier lens, realizing that you have a choice to live exactly what you were called to do every single day. Maybe you don't feel exceptional at anything, but perhaps you're average for a reason. In a much deeper sense, you feel whole and profoundly centered in your journey. You are making a significant contribution to society in a way that is distinctive to you. It is deeply satisfying and you're content. The most important thing is to pursue your ambitions intentionally without judgment or towering expectations. And if you're doing that, don't ask yourself if you're exceptional. That has already been decided. The rest is just details. I hope you all enjoyed the show. And I wanted to thank everyone who wrote in, asked a question, or gave us a review this week. And of course, everybody who listened. Thank you so much. A link to the transcript will be in the show notes on passionstruck.com. Videos are on YouTube at John R. Miles. Please go there and subscribe. Advertiser deals and discount codes are all in one convenient place at passionstruck.com slash deals. Please consider supporting those who support the show and make it free for all our listeners. I'm at John R. Miles at both Twitter and Instagram, and you can also find me on LinkedIn. And if you want to know how I managed to book these amazing guests who come on the show every single week, it's because of my network. Go out there and build yours before you need it. And most of the guests on the show actually contribute ideas like today's episode, and also guest suggestions. Come join us and offer your suggestions. You'll be in amazing company. You're about to hear a preview of the Passion Struck podcast episode I did with Gene Olwing, founding CEO of Virgin Unite and its current president, co-founder of Plus Wonder and a B-team leader. She also sits on the advisory council for the elders, as well as being the author of the new book, Partnering, Forge Deep Connections and Make Great Things Happen. Love was at the center of all of these companies. And I think, John, we're taught to think that we can't have love in a company. We have to just focus on the goal. It has to be transactional. And I think that's such a mistake because when you build love and deep connection at the center of a company, of a partnership, of movement to change the world, that's what's going to keep that bond strong. And that's what's going to bring really light and joy into our lives are these deep connections that we build with one another. Remember, we rise by lifting others. Share the show with those you love. And if someone that you know is feeling that they're experiencing this exceptionalism, share today's episode with them so that they can have a counter view. What matters to us most on the show is when you hear something from the show, whether it's an interview or one of my solo episodes, and you share it with those that you care about. In the meantime, do your best to apply what you hear on the show so that you can live what you listen. And until next time, live life passion struck. 